Hey, everybody. <clears throat> Welcome back to a brand new edition of Ike Live here on this wonderful Saturday night. Uh, you're watching a special one. Of course, we've got Luke Foley with Tin Cup in studio with us tonight. We've been chatting about all kinds of stuff. And just in a second here, we're going to be joined by two-time world champion Dion Hibden. I uh, want to remind everybody, if you're watching over there on Facebook, do me a favor. Like and share that feed. If you do that, you're going to be entered in a chance to win the world-famous Ike Live gift bag. Also, if you've got questions, comments, or other, please hit us up uh, right there on the instant messaging or at Ike Live Show, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, real quick, Brian, I want to remind everybody, we are two weeks away, Dave, yeah. two weeks away from the Ike Foundation Celebrity Pro-Am on the Upper, Chesape Upper Chesapeake Bay. Still a lot of room uh, to sign up. We've got a 150 boat cap on this tournament. I think we're about 75 or 80, the last I heard. So still time to sign up for that. Um, all the money we're raising from that tournament is going to get kids fishing. want to remind everybody, first place in this one, fully rigged bass cap boat with the Yamaha outboard. So go over to ikefoundation.org, sign up for that thing. It's going to be a great tournament. The kids are back this year, too. They're limiting us to 100, but we'll have 100 kids out there teaching them how to cast and fish. So very, very excited. They're busting them up from Baltimore. It's going to be great. Uh, I'm fishing it with McGraw. Are you? Yeah. Wow. Are you going to miss Cole, uh, McGraw's fish now this year? <laughs> I'm going to let him handle all that. Uh, you're going to let him I'm handle I'm going to stand on the back. Yeah, you might have to catch all the fish and nah, let John he, handle He'll put you calling. over top of them. Okay. We'll be all right, man. Dude, he's really good at finding them. You ever notice that? He's, he's, that, he's that boater that when you're a co-angler that you want. He's, he's had, always going to put you over top of yeah, him. So our, yeah, like our, he's always going to have you over top John of Our buddy John has dude. had three winners from the back of his boat in the Federation just yeah. in the last four or five no, years. No, he's around them, dude. He's, he's always all, around He them. always gets around them. He yeah. can't always catch them, yeah. but he always gets around them. He's, he's really good. He's got a good... Good yeah, I don't, I don't think he fired. I don't think he fired his nephew yet, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if he watches the show. But okay, <laughs> yeah. fire Zach. <laughs> yeah, who knows? John doesn't watch the show anyway. It doesn't matter. Uh, Brian DeCarpenter, I'm sp yes. speaking of finding fish and talented anglers. We've got one coming on here that I'm so excited to Indeed. have uh, on Ike Live for the second time. But this is the first time I'm getting to, to talk to Dion in a long time. I, I can't even remember the last time we spoke. So I'm so excited to have him here on the show tonight. Uh, joining us live via Zoom on Ike Live, the one and only Dion Hibden, everybody. Dion! Don't clap yet. I haven't said anything. <laughs> How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you all? Very good. Like very good. Good Good to see you. Thank you for coming on the show again. Uh, where Are you home right now? Are you traveling? Where are you at? No, I'm at home right now. Uh, just got home a few days ago from doing a little pre-practicing, and uh, so hanging out around the house. Gotcha. Sounds good. What what event are you practicing for? Uh, the Potomac. Going Ooh. The Potomac. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I've got a little bit of history there, so I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, are you, Dean? I got to ask you this because. I'm experiencing this in my career and life right now. Are you as, as excited about tournament fishing now as you were when you first got into it? Is, is, is it the same? Is it different? Has it changed? Well, it's, it's a little bit different for me. Um, 
you know, in some respects. Uh, am I still excited about going? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I can't wait to leave and go to the next tournament. Uh, I'm really ready to come home, uh, probably more because of the grandkids than yeah. uh, they used to be. Um, you know, I've got six grandkids. Wow. And, of course, they all think I'm the greatest grandpa there is, uh, or at least to hear them tell it anyways. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, so I'm excited to go, and I still enjoy doing it. Um, I like doing it with Lawson. Uh, that means a lot to me, yeah. uh, like my dad did with me. And, and so so that's a big deal for me. Uh, you know, it's all about him and, and uh, my other boys and everything. You know, that's, that's, that's why I do this. You know, that's, that's why I did it when they were little, you know. Uh, you know, but anyways, I know what kind of fun I had with my dad and, and, uh, you know, I'm trying to experience that with Lawson and, and Payton and Connor and, and, uh, you know, so we're having a good time. Is that, it as important to perform as it used to be? Eh, probably not in my mind, you know, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's more exciting to see him do well. Uh, now don't get me wrong. Does it piss me off the kind of year I'm having this year? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's really irritating, but, uh, but anyways, it's just that happens. Yeah, you know? yeah. I I can relate to everything you're saying to to yeah. a T. Uh, I I wanna I, I want you to jump back because I, I I've wanted to ask you this question for a long time. There's a lot of famous what I call fishing families out there over the years, right? They, you know, we can think of a lot of them. The Browers. Uh, there's there's so many. The Lanes. Um, Martins, the Martins. There's so many famous fishing families, but Dion, what was it like growing up? Take us back to your childhood because it had to be incredible growing up under under Guido's wing. I mean, th- t- 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 take us back to that time, your childhood. W- was it as incredible <laughs> as I imagine it was? It was. It was pretty great. I can <laughs> tell you that. Uh, we. Uh, you know, my, my dad was an outdoorsman, period. Yeah. Uh, when I say that, he wasn't a great fisherman any more than he was a great hunter. Uh, you know, he did everything. If it was in the outdoors, you know, my dad was, you know, my dad was probably born 100 years too late, um, you know, because that's what he was. He was an outdoorsman. Yeah, and pioneer. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Pretty much in the state of Missouri, if it walked, fly, swim, crawls, we chased it, killed it caught it. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, our days were, our days were pretty busy, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure we make the duck dynasty guys look like amateurs. when. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, not, not a lot of people know that, you know, Luke got to grow up around it a little bit and, and stuff and see what we do. And, and, you know, Luke would come down and spend a week and, you know, we would go on a virtual safari, you know, we'd go kill everything season and and uh, catch fish and and just do that kind of stuff but but it was it was very cool you know and I never took it for granted you know the way my dad was uh, you know he was just so much more advanced when it come to just the outdoors in general but fishing especially yeah uh, you know he, he just he had it going on you know and, and he always had it kind of figured out a little bit uh, you know, he could tell you after the first day of practice within an hour or so, you know, okay, this is how the tournament's going to be won. Uh, 
you know, and he was the same way with anything, you know, you could turn him loose on a brand new patch of ground and he could tell you where the biggest buck deer lived in 30 minutes, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, that was, that was pretty cool to grow up with, you know? And, uh, luckily enough, you know, dad, dad got to fish with my sons quite a bit and growing up. And so they got to see some of it. Um, you know, and it's, it, it was, yeah, it was extremely cool growing up with Guido Hibden as a dad. Yeah. Uh, that you know and it was it was fun you know we had a lot of fun we, yeah. we you know my dad hands down was my best friend you know we we spent every day together you know pretty much from the time i got out of high school you know we would see each other every day and like i say to get to sit around and just listen to him talk that kind of knowledge every day you yeah. know everything <laughs> mouth something yeah you know? that that's amazing. That's that that's amazing. And I think when uh when when it's happening like you know I I think as it was happening when you were a kid and you were growing up it was very normal for you. You know, you, you didn't think any different cuz it was that's just what your hey, life was. He's living with Yoda. Yeah, it was just what you did and um I have you a lot of uh, my son Vegas, you know, a lot of his friends and a lot of adults will you know say the same thing to him kind of like Oh my God! You you know this is must be odd. But for my son Vegas, it's just he grew up around tournament fishing. He grew up around the you know living on the lake and catching fish. So it's very normal to him having uh, his own sixteen hundred square foot room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a sixteen hundred square foot room. Get out of here! I'm just thinking of the size of my house. So I'm gonna make it. Get out of here! <laughs> um, but I, I did want I did want you to, and I know you've told this story a million times, but I did want our listeners and viewers to hear it. Uh, the Guido bug story, which is a great one. And and again, I, I, I wanna when I think about that story, I'd like think about it like you, you were just you didn't even know what you know, this was normal for you, right? When you were making the Guido bug, right? It was a, a school project and it was just this is just something you would normally do. And all these years later, do you look back on that and say, that was amazing that that happened? <laughs> cutting I, edge. <laughs> that was cutting edge. Because, you know, think about that. Yeah. That was – I know it's hard to, to, to wrap your hands around it, but that was a big moment yeah. for, for fishing, for the lore industry, for fishing style. And, and you did it as a, as a project for school. Take us through that again. I know you've told the story a million times. Well, we – you know, when I was in like the fifth grade, um, you know, our teacher, I think it was like an art project or something. We had to make something, you know, like was in the wild, uh, you know, people made birds, there was snakes, there was everything, uh, you know, and, and we already made a lot of our own lures. Um, and I told dad, I said, you know, what can I do? And he said, oh, and we owned a tackle store at that point in time. And, uh, dad says, oh, take that big trot in there and in there and you know, put it in plaster Paris and we'll make a mold out of it. And you can make one out of rubber. And, uh, and he didn't really think a thing about it, you know, and I, yeah. I out of there and, you know, and I knew how to make the mold. We, we'd done that a million times with worms and other things. And, and so I tacked it down in a box and, and, uh, poured plaster Paris over it and, and, uh, we uncovered it. And, you know, and I, as soon as we did, you know, I, I painted over the mold like you're supposed to and everything. And, and uh heated up a little bit of rubber and poured in that mold and uh i told dad i said you want to see this yeah sure you know why not you know and 
And I pulled it out. And as soon as I pulled it out and he saw it, he was like, oh, my God, what in the world were we thinking? You know, <laughs> had we not come up with that before, you know, and uh, and that was in between the cutoff on a BASS tournament on Lake of the Ozarks. Uh, one of the first ones that he ever fished. And uh, needless to say, we made some little brown ones. And uh, and back then, you know, you didn't have many variations. You had black rubber, you had brown rubber. Yeah. And and we made some little brown ones to go with some brown jigs. And and uh, he wrapped up some little short collar jigs, and and we poured up some little brown Guido bugs, and and uh, and he won the tournament. Uh, wow. And and basically, he held the five fish weight record in BASS for about 20 years off of that tournament. Uh, you wow. know, had like 4.8 something average, uh, for fish, uh, until Jimmy Nolan won, um, on Sam Rayburn. Yeah. But, uh, but anyways, yeah, it was, it was a cool deal, you know? Um, and what's amazing is, is how long it lasted, you know, how long it's held on there, you know? Yeah. Uh, I still got boxes of them that, you know, the old originals that I carry with me, Say what? you know, I, carried them with me to Lake Eufaula last week, you know, and, and, uh, you know, and strung one on when I went to flipping some bushes, you know, so it's, it's just something that's, it's held on for a long, long time, you know, it's um, crazy. It's, you know, it's like when the buzz bait came out. Yeah. You know? It's so you know, crazy. It's, Cause Dion, you know, we mentioned it. We, we were talking about it with, with Luke before you came on. Uh, but it, it in the South Jersey area here growing up that that lore was, was real important for us. Everybody in the room here, Dave and Brian, the carpenter, uh, it was a big lure for us, but is it, how many fish do you think over the years has been caught <laughs> on that Guido bug? I don't know. It would be crazy to imagine that, uh, in the billions probably, right? It has to be. We got to sell them to Japan, and we were pretty sure they were melting them down and eating them or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they were doing with them. They must have used them for garnish or something because uh, <laughs> when we first got into that industry over there, holy cow, it was crazy how yeah. many we sold over there. Did, Dad did, got lucky strike. He says, they're not fishing with these. There's not enough water over there. <laughs> you know, else, you know? Wow. And, uh, so Dion, did you have like a unique name for the one, like for the blue collar? I have, I have, a, I have an original still in the pot, like in the, in the bag, but like the labels have all been since worn off. Like I can't tell what color you called it, but like, did you have any unique names for the blue one? No. Just blue? We didn't have enough time to do stuff like that. Yeah. When we, when we got into that, it was, it was balls to the walls, boys. You couldn't make them fast enough. We couldn't get rid of them. I mean, there, there was companies calling wanting to make it for us and different things and and uh yeah we you know naming them was the least of our worries i'm pretty you sure know? you were in sports authority because i'm pretty sure that's where i bought mine from. did you yeah wow that's crazy and then yeah. if, if you take it a step further and think about how many fish that style bait has caught since then right even if it's not the guido bug but like other small crawl baits you know oh, you gotta yeah. be in the billions you know? Who was first, the salt crawl, Gene LaRue, or was it? Yeah, Gene LaRue was a bigger crawl, though. Like, the Guido Bug, to me, was the first true finesse, like, finesse yeah. realistic crawl, you know? And now it there's a billion of them out right. there, you know? Yeah. It was the first one to look natural. Yeah. You know, or look, you know. Uh, 
but yeah, there's been a lot of crawdads since and before and, and, uh, you know, and they all catch fish, but yeah, it's not hard pre-spawn to tie on a guido bug and still catch one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it was an awesome bait and still is an awesome bait. And Brian, the carpenter, we may or may not still have some that we use on the Delaware river. I won't talk about that because people get mad at me. If I continue that conversation. From, from one of the big five fishing families, too, right? Like up northeast here, we got our five crime families, right? Yeah. <laughs> the mafia? You think? Yeah, you think they're like in, you think they're online with the Gambinos <laughs> or the Genovese, the Hebdens? Yeah. I think so, right? Well, I would say. The Genovese? I would say for sure. <laughs> uh, how, how fulfilling is it, though, Dion, to, to be able to continue fishing in your family? I know, I know that's important with you. You're doing it with your son. You're getting to do it with your grandkids now. That's that's got to be, it's got to be ult- the ultimate reward is to be able to just keep passing it down. Well, that's that's what life's all about. I mean, we all do the same thing. We just do it, you know. Everybody does it on their own level and and with whatever profession they're in. Uh, you know, we we've just been real fortunate to be to be decent at it. You know, and uh, you know it's it's very very cool you know to have grandkids that pack around a fishing pole 90 percent of their life you know they just that's what they think about you know yeah uh my oldest grandson he uh he told me before i went to okeechobee he told me he says he says hey papa he says uh they're biting a spinnerbait down there i heard (laughs) 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 where he even got that where he would have come up with that uh you know but at some point in time, he's watched something on YouTube about him eating a spinnerbait on Okeechobee. <laughs> and, and he's just now putting sentences together. Wow. And, uh, he told me, he said, you know, hey, you, you, you need to make sure you pack those spinnerbaits. And, uh, and, and, you know, just having what I'm sitting in the boat with me every now and then and, you know, and, and just shooting the breeze with me about fishing a little bit, it's pretty cool. You know, it, it's it's amazing, you know. Uh, it, you know, everybody told me that, you know, when you had kids, it changed your life. Well, when you have grandkids, it really changes your life. Yeah. You know? Lots yeah. of other things that are not as important as they used to be. Uh, you know, but, but yeah, it's, it's very cool. You know, my dad and me, we had a great time. I feel like I'm probably, you know, two out of the three of my kids, I'm their best friend, you know, uh, you know, and, it, and so, and like I say, I'm going to ruin every grandkid I got, you know, before yeah. it's over. I hope their mothers like it. If they don't, it's going to be bad for them. You know? <laughs> well, yeah. hell, dude, two more grandkids, you'll be able to shoot it out against the Waltons. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got six. Yeah, I got six right now. And uh, like I say, it's 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 just a great deal. You know, it's really, really super deal. And you get to between, send them home at the end of the day, too. Between me and my wife, we have seven sons. Nice. So, uh so there's a pretty good chance that we're going to have some fishermen come out of the Hibden bunch again, you know, before it's over with. That's awesome. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I, I can tell you, you've affected a lot of people within your family and outside of your family. And I've told this story before, but I want to tell you it again, because it, it would mean a lot for me to, to tell the story with you on live. And you, you guys have, you and your dad have met so many people over the years. I, I'm sure you probably don't remember this specific one, but I want to tell it because it was one of the most impactful things that happened in my career. So I want you to hear it from me directly. But it was a Bass University that I attended, and I was, gosh, I was, man, 
I was either just out of high school or I was, you know, I was 18, 19 years old. I was in that range, 18, 19, 20 years old. And it was in Harrisburg. And uh, I, I went up and I, I, I stayed. It was a two-day event. I stayed for both days. And you and your dad spoke on the last day. It was a Sunday. So I'm sure you guys had traveled in from another show. You spoke all day Sunday. And Gary White used to work you guys pretty hard. I, I remember it, it, he had a program where you, you never sat still during the course of a day. So you guys worked all day. And the seminar was over. And the official question and answer segment ended. And everybody was getting out of their chairs and leaving. And I finally got enough nerve to go up from the back of the room and come up and talk to you guys. And I, was, I remember I was nervous. I was so nervous and intimidated because both of you guys were guys that I've read about and seen in magazines and TV and videos and Bassmasters, and I was nervous. But I, I managed to, like, spit it out. And I, like, I spit out this thing which was, man, I want to I do this. What do I need to do? You know, like, I'm from Jersey. I don't really know. I, I love fishing. What, what should I do? Can you guys point me in the right direction? And, and you guys spent, if it wasn't an hour, it was sure close to an hour with me, talking to me, and giving me motivation and pointing me in the right direction. And I can't tell you how much that meant to, to me, you know? When, when you're that young, when you're at that age, you know, your life is sort of like an intersection with a lot of different streets, you know what I mean? And, uh, and, and that 40, 50 minutes, an hour you spent with me, uh, it changed my life, Dion. So I want to thank you and your dad for, for spending that time with me. It was so important. Well, it, it you know, it means a lot to us. You know, uh, as you know, you know, being in the sport as long as you have, you know, we've had some ups and downs and wondered, you know, hey, where's the next generation coming from? Uh, and, you know, we always, you know, tried to take the time. You know, a lot of guys, you know, would would have wrote that off, you know, that question, you know, well, get a good job, you know, or something yeah. like that. And I've heard that answer a million times, you know, from guys. And, and that just always irritated me so bad because, you know, it is tough. It's tough to get started. Uh, you know, and, and if there's somebody that's got the desire to do this or try to do this, guess what? I'll be the first guy to step up and try to tell them what I know about it and, you know, do the best I can do to help them with, you know, getting getting down the right path, you know, basically, because there's lots of different paths that you can take. They won't get you there, you know, and, yeah. and uh, you know, so, you know, we, you know, we kind of always tried to do that. You know, my dad my dad probably was one of the better ambassadors of this sport that there could have been. And it's just because he wanted more, he wanted those young guys. He wanted everybody to have a chance to do what he spent a lifetime doing, you know, Uh, you know, taking a, taking a few extra minutes with a kid like Luke or something like that. That was no accident for him. That's the way he went through life, you know, uh, you know, he could meet somebody at a gas station, you know, and he, and he'd do the same thing. It just, that's just the way he was. He was, he was truly a prince of a man. Yeah. And, uh, in, in, and that's, 
you know, that's excluding nothing, no realm, not just bass fishing. That's just the way he was, uh, you know, and, and, you know, you just, it's, it's such a tight knit sport and there's such a competition for all the same money, you know, and stuff like that, that, you know, a lot of guys feel like they can't share that, you know, and, yeah. uh, you know, hell, I want everybody on the planet to own a fishing rod, you know, and, and I want every one of them to come fish a bass tournament against Dion Hibden, you know, uh, you know, it, it's just, that's what it's all about. You know, yeah. the joy that I've had doing this in my lifetime, hell, I want everybody to experience that at some point in their life, you know, and, yeah. uh, and you know, I'm, I'm glad that the industry is kind of on the, you know, in a good place right now, you know, it's growing, uh, you know, that's one of the big deals with Tim Cup. You know, Tin Cup is one of those sponsors that there's lots of people out there that have a lot of advertising money, okay? We just got to direct them in the right way and treat them the right way to get, you know, get them to kick in because this is what people do. You know, people fish, you know, uh, they fish, they hunt, you know, they're outdoorsy. And uh, we're just hoping that Tin Cup kind of, you know, opens the doors and pushes the doors open to all different kinds of sponsors to get into this, you know, and, and maybe make our sport a better place, you know, uh, you know, it's been, it's pretty, been pretty small for a long time, you know, if it's not boats and trucks and tackle, well, that's it, you know, uh, and like I say, something like 10 cup coming around is really a big deal, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I think it's something that, you know, will brighten the future for all these young people to get in this sport and, and, uh, you know, have a different avenue to maybe take, to, you know, to be able to do this. So yeah. I'm tickled to death to be a part of it. That's for sure. Well, that's awesome. Uh, I, I, I'm a big believer in, you know, things are sort of meant to be. And, uh, you know, uh, f- from meeting you guys at that Bash University to uh, Luke, to you meeting Guido, the connection it created with Dion. I'm, I'm, I'm a believer in that, that things sort of are meant to be. And I'm glad that this tin cup thing was meant to be for you guys because it's, it, it's, it's big. It is important. Speaking of important, I, I want to get to this because this is another big announcement. It's another thing I love about what tin cup is doing is that you guys are creating something that's more than just a sponsorship. You're creating a program that's getting Tin Cup vested in fishing and the outdoors. And, Dan, I'm going to shoot it to you because I know you want to you wanna talk about it, but there's, there's a big thing coming here with Tin Cup. You want to you wanna let the Ike Live uh, fans and viewers know about it? You betcha. Uh, Tin Cup has, you know, pretty much agreed to and thought that it was a great idea. They're going to donate a dollar per bottle sold up to $100,000 environmental conservation stuff uh we've got things you know we've got some Bassmasters things that we're going to do in alabama tennessee and texas uh they're doing some stuff for trout fishing in colorado some mine restorations for trout unlimited uh they're also supporting projects in coastal conservation uh in florida and louisiana and in indiana which i have to kind of give those guys a little bit of ribbon uh, they need some help on their uh with their uh fish habitats um uh, and some restocking by the way luke 
Um, but they're, they're doing some donating with Indiana Bass Federation. Uh, the Proximo Manufacturing is uh, recycling wooden pallets uh, so that they can uh, build fish habitat and stuff like that. I always give Luke a hard time about Indiana uh, because it's such a tough place to fish. Yeah. Uh, but I can tell you right now, the month or so, month and a half that we spent doing those promotions, I've never seen a group of bass fishermen come out like they did up there. Um, they really came out of the woodwork. I didn't realize there was that many bass fishermen in the country, let alone, you know, Indiana. Uh, and I gave them all the same hard time, didn't I, Luke? I didn't, I didn't did. cut none of them. <laughs> you did. I told them all one good tank full of gas and they could be around some good fishing. Uh, <laughs> some people think that's funny. Some people don't, you know. <laughs> but anyways, we had a great time up there. They really come out. They pushed it. They supported it. Um, but, you know, $100,000 going directly back into the, you know, conservation you know, of, of some of these states and stuff, it's a big deal. Yeah. And the neat thing about it is it's a big deal for it to go in several different directions, you know, and, uh, and I'm all about that. You know, I don't think that bass fishing needs to be the one that totally benefits from all this. You know, it needs to be anybody who wants to hold a rod and reel, whether it's a fly rod, you know, whether it's standing on a beach, saltwater yep. fishing, you know, we just want everybody to get out there and, and do a little bit of fishing and, and like I say, with every purchase of a bottle of tin cup, you know, a dollar goes towards conservation. Dude, that's and, uh, awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Another, Brian, another toast moment. Since I know you're looking for every chance to toast. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that's probably something yeah. that'll open some doors towards some other people too. You know, they're going to see what a good deal that is, and and uh, you know, it's going to be good for everybody. Yeah. It's awesome. It, it, it's awesome that tin cups given back because um, there, there's been some companies that got involved in fishing in the past, and it, it seemed very short-sighted. But that's a long-sighted thing, right? Yeah. That's looking at fishing as a whole and saying, you know, look, we're involved in this sport. We want to help make this sport better, right? We want to get more people fishing. We want to make yeah. it, you know, we want to make it better. Uh, that's a big. That's a big thing, man. And and hats off to you guys for doing that. Oh, thank you, Mike. I, I was talking to my brand manager, Jesse Taylor, and working with the Hibnans, we, we launched this program. And, and through the pandemic, fishing exploded, as you know. Big time. But at the same time, the, the point that nobody's talking about is there's probably been more fish hooked than ever before. So we really thought that it was an extremely important time now more than ever to give back to the sport. That's why we're doing restocking. Um, and, you know, Indiana was once ranked um, – there's 50 states. Yeah. We were 50th, and there are no bass in Alaska. So Alaska beat us. So I'm trying to get from the bottom. Now we're here like Drake. So I'm trying. I, you know you hear a Drake reference tonight, did you? Uh, uh, so I'm trying to, to move Indiana up the ladder and stock in some fish. But, but yeah, but, no, we are vested. Uh, like yeah. I said, we, we thought now would be uh, the best time to launch a program like this. Yeah. And, um yeah, we have some great ambassadors to talk about it. So yeah, we're we're super excited. It's awesome. It's where's, awesome. Where's Jersey on that list? That's what I was wondering. Maybe next year. Wait, what? Maybe next year. I'll what, work the, on it. Okay. No, I meant on the list. No, of, on uh, the sucky list. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I don't know, sir. Yeah. Below no. Alaska. <laughs> However, that was my next question. 
was was where we where Jersey would fall on that list because <laughs> we need it. And and by the way, that stuff has to stay in the South. All our money goes to North Jersey. So, oh, yeah. Luke, send that check down here. <laughs> yeah, below one ninety five. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, when you hook a when you hook a fish and and you're yelling big one, big one the whole time, and it's a pound and three quarter. Yeah, we need help. You it's know a pickerel. I mean? It's a pickerel. <laughs> it's not even a bass, and you're yelling big one. But not the north. Uh, not the north. Not the north. Uh, that that's honestly awesome, uh, man. What what a great program. And uh, like I said, it's it's great, great company. Great that you're giving back because we need that. Fishing fishing needs that. Um, Dan, I got to ask you something. You've won. Two of the biggest titles there are in fishing. I, 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 I think I see them behind you. You won the Bassmaster Classic and also the FLW Championship, big ones. Um, when, when you were a kid growing up, were they things you were, they, were those things you dreamed about? Were, were they things you said, oh, I, I'd, love, I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that one day. And then when they happened, did it, did it seem real? You know, the thing of it was is – it, it was it was slightly different for me because I watched my dad do it, yeah. you know, and so yeah, it was very real. Uh, but you know, also it was it was crazy because you know before I won the classic, I hadn't won a regular tournament, uh, you know, and uh, and the crazy thing about it is my dad had got sick before in the '97 season, and uh, so he didn't qualify for that classic, and. Uh, and so that's the only regret I have out of both of the championships that I won is I didn't beat the best bass fisherman I knew. Because uh, my dad wasn't in the FLW championship that I won either. Um, but the Bassmasters, it, it was, to me, it was kind of more of a relief than anything else. Uh, did I think about it when I was a kid? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but it was one of those deals, you know, I could see my dad, you know, doing it and I knew he had done it. And, and it was just always one of the things in the back of my mind. I thought, man, that would be really cool if that ever happens. And, uh, and when it did, you, you know, my emotions were a little bit different on stage than a lot of people because it was a huge relief, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was, I knew it was what it meant to my mom and my dad and, you know, my wife, my kids and everybody. I knew, I knew that, you know, they had always told me I could, you know, and, uh, and when it happened, it was just, it was kind of a big relief. Um, the FLW championship, when I won it, that was kind of mine, you know, that was kind of my deal there. You know, I, I knew I could, um, you know, you get those feelings every now and then. And, uh, you know, the day before the tournament, um, you know, I came in and I told my wife, I said, wow, this could really happen, you know? And, uh, and, you know, and then for it to actually go ahead and happen, you know, it was, it was pretty exciting. Uh, and like I say, my mom and dad got to come and be there. And, you know, just like bass fishing is, he stopped by on our way down to the Delta in, Louis, in New Orleans for the next tournament that I had to start fishing the next day, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't get a lot of time to think about that one a whole lot. But after it sunk in, you know, it, it felt like mine, you know, uh, you know, that I'd done that one kind of for myself. But, uh, yeah, I thought about it as a kid. What kid doesn't? Yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 you've won two of the hardest titles to are to win, uh, which, which is incredible. There's not too many. I, how many are there total? This is a Ken Duke question. Luke, but Luke Clawson. 
Luke Clawson won both. Yeah, there's not very many oh, that I got, won I, both. I got that. Brian DeCarpenter might have it. That's it. It's unbelievable. Did the classic change your life after you won that one, Dion? Like there's five. Uh, there's five. Okay, yep. so so one of five. That's incredible. Need to, to tell you who they are. I mean, come on. Yeah, come on. Why, don't blast past that. Who are the five? Who are the five? Yeah. Well, Luke, Luke, Luke Clawson. Yeah. Dion. George Cochran. George Cochran. That's right. Denny Brower. Kevin Van Dam. Wrong and wrong. Not Kevin Van Dam. Not Kevin Van Dam. Not no, Denny Brower. Davey Height. Uh, Davey Height. Davey Height. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Still missing. Who's the other one? George Cochran, Davey Height, uh, Luke Clawson, me. Cochran. Uh, Fritz. No, not Fritz. David Fritz. Yeah. There you go. Fritz. Crank. There you go. Huh. Fritz. Greg Hackney could be the sixth. Greg yeah. Hackney won an FLW championship. And he's fishing really good right now. Looks like he'll make a classic here again. Could be the next one. It's it's pretty crazy, you know. I, I I'm ex- I'm proud of that. There's no doubt. Uh, you know, it, it's. But to me and Dad, uh, you you look at Dad's finishes over the years in the classic. Uh, he was always in the top, you know, and uh, and so you know, I always had his attitude, you know. His attitude was it's the easiest tournament in the world to win because there's no no tomorrow. You know, you're not fishing to qualify for anything. Yeah. So you basically fish assholes and elbows wide open the whole time. <laughs> That's right. You know, catching big ones, you know. And yeah. uh, you know, here I won by one ounce, you know, and, and but but it was one of those deals, you know, you just you fish to win from the time you show up, you know. Yeah. And you you know, you you're you're a winner. Okay. So when you hear guys say up on stage, you know, well, I'm just proud to be here. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm never just glad to be there. And neither are you, you came there to win. If you didn't win, you're disappointed, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's just, that's the way guys who win think, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's, you know, that's just the way it is. And that's the way my dad thought. Uh, we, we discussed it many, many times, me and my dad, that we were probably two of the worst professional bass fishermen that there probably were because we didn't like catching little ones. We did not like catching our limit. It, you yeah. know, catching it was just something that happened while I was fishing for big ones, you know. And uh, and so, you know, we just, you know, we don't, we, we never fish safe too much, you know. Yeah. And, we always try to catch the best ones we can catch. And I would rather weigh in two that weighs 10 pounds as catch 20 keepers and weigh in 10 pounds. Right. Uh, you know, so when that occasion arises, you know, you know, we, we always seem to do pretty good, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's just one of those deals. We, you know, dad, dad was always that away. You know, when I was growing up as a kid and if we decided to get in a local tournament, uh, you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, you know, what made you such a great caster? Uh, and it was fishing behind Guido Hibden, uh, because I had to learn to cast with both hands because when we were growing up, when I was growing up and was young, if we took money out of our pocket to fish a tournament, there was no other intention besides taking all their money and winning. Yeah. And uh, if my dad saw the perfect cast, 
uh, yeah, he wouldn't let you have it. You had to be able to make <laughs> it or you could sit back and watch him make it. And, uh, and that's the way I grew up. You know, my dad, everybody said, you know, oh, my dad was the sweetest man on the planet. Yeah, he was too. He got out there fishing. <laughs> he got out there fishing. There was one intention and that was to win. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, so, so, you know, I grew up swinging for the fence and fishing for big ones on Lake of the Ozarks and, and, uh, you know, and that kind of carried over into my, our style of fishing when we went fishing, you know, out of, out around the country, you know, uh, he was just a winner. He wanted to win. Yeah. He, he didn't want second, you know, he didn't want to finish 10th or, you know, he, he wanted to win and, and he did a lot of winning because of it. That's, that's awesome. I, I got another quick story and I don't know if I've ever told this one on the show before or not, but I had a chance to draw your dad after years after uh we we spoke i spoke to you guys at that harrisburg show and i drew him out as an amateur i was a co-angler at uh, lake norman uh top top 100 in 1994 so a long long time ago and um i remember your dad was fishing a top water uh for post-spawn post-spawn fish you know and around rocks around docks and I was so excited. I was so jacked up to to fish with your dad. And I remember early on, the first bite I got, I got bit on a pop R, a pop popper behind your dad. And it was just a small keeper. I was so stoked, dude. And I swung this fish in, and I'm trying to get it off, and I'm going to put it in the well. And I caught one behind Guido. I caught a fish behind Guido. And I'm so excited. And the fish did a little shake and the pop R hook went in my finger and I was very, very quiet because <laughs> I didn't want to disrupt what he was doing. And I was embarrassed, you know? <laughs> so I like removed this fish and I kind of was in pain, but didn't say anything. And I put the fish in a live well and the, and the pop R is caught in the fat part of my, the bottom of my finger. Uh. And I was still young. So I didn't know what I was doing. And I just got my needle nose and just rip. Yep. Ripped it out oh. and just kind of like internally screamed, but didn't <laughs> want to embarrass myself behind behind Guido. So, so that was the what you're saying. That's the only time in your life you internally screamed. I internally screamed <laughs> once in my entire life and half behind your dad. So, I wanted to tell that story real quick uh, because it's the only uh, time. <laughs> yes, yes, but I did get exactly what you're talking about. I got to see it. It was really, really cool to see him at work and uh, very intense. And what you described was right. Like he wanted to win and you, you could tell. And again, for me as, as a young angler to see that it was a great learning experience and it taught me a lot. So uh, awesome moment getting that hook in my finger with your dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, dude. <laughs> you could you can ask Luke. I, I mean, he would have taken great pleasure pulling it out. Of <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe I should have asked him. I was yeah. embarrassed, you know. Yeah. He, I didn't he's ask pulled him. out a million hooks around the Bassmasters Tour in his life. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's... He, would have, he wouldn't have had no trouble doing that. That's crazy. I got a message from Pete. Yeah. Oh, we got to go to that. Oh, yeah. We got a mess from from our own Pete Glusick. Yeah. So, what do we got? So Pete fished the uh, BFL on the Chesapeake today, and his co-angler, his name was Tom Dellinger. Mm. And Tom, is that name familiar? Dion? Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Tom. Tom uh, marshaled and and uh, was co-angler. How for, about I guess that? for, for uh, 
for Dion, right? And became friends with you guys. And he also I, said I, that I, Mike I, was the most intense angler that he was ever with. And, and also said Pete was the best fisherman he ever saw. <laughs> so we know that we know this whole thing's a lie. Had, 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 yeah, had the best beard and the nicest eyes. You had me until you got to the Pete comment. I know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Pete's pretty solid. He catches them. Yeah. He's so that's a hell, that's kind of ironic though. Pete drew that guy today. Wow. Pretty cool. In a BFL. How yeah. about that? It all comes full circle. Um Dion, what's 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 next? What's next for you? Like I I I, I said that for myself too, right? You win titles that are things you dream about. They're the biggest titles in the world. And then, you know, life goes on and life changes. And then you sort of say to yourself in the competitive realm, what's next, right? What's next for me to do in bass fishing? What What's next for you? Well, I want to be there. You know, I want to be there when my sons, you know, show out and finally make something spectacular happen you know uh you know because that i know what that meant to my dad you know yeah. when i was with him and, and stuff and and so you know i'd like to hang around and and you know still compete and fish as best i can you know uh but my stuff's basically it's all about the boys you know it's all about yeah. my kids uh yeah. you know i i know what joy it gave dad to be around them you know and, and uh you know i i know what it means to me you know, every time they do good or, you know, or fish good or something like that. And, uh, you know, I still don't like getting beat. I can tell you that right now, you know, uh, I, I like, I like competing. Uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's more about them than anything else for me right now. You know, sure. I'd like to, you know, have a bang up year while I'm still young enough and healthy enough, you know, and, and, uh, do well. Uh, but right now, you know, there's important things going on and, in our life when it comes to, you know, making this 10 cup deal really fly. And, uh, you know, I told Luke at the beginning of this, you know, if it's more important for me to stay out and make this thing work, I would. Uh, and I still hold true to that. You know, if, if this thing's going to change our industry and change our sport as we know it, you know, I could, I could lay back on the fishing just to make this work and to promote it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm good at a lot of things, but I can talk, you know, you know, I can talk pretty, pretty well, you know, in front of people and, and, uh, you know, and if it takes me selling this and, and helping to sell this, which Luke doesn't need much help with that because he's, he's probably the greatest at his position, uh, that there is, you know, and, uh, and, and, you know, I, I'm just damn lucky to be a part of it, you know, but, uh, but I know what I'm good at and what I'm good at is talking to people yeah. and, uh, you know, all those seminars over the years and everything, uh, I think every young bass fisherman in the sport today should have to go through a year of bass universities because it makes you grow. It really does. I yeah. mean, you know, all years you've done them and stuff, uh, that's, that's good for you. I mean, you know, half the, you know, I, I've sat, I've sat in hotel rooms and figured out as many patterns as I have out on the water over the years. You know, you know, just sometimes when you're away from it, things become more apparent. You know, yeah. it's like, oh my god, that's why that happened. You know, yeah. And and you know, and and getting out there and talking about it and talking to people about it and teaching people, uh, 
you know, I've always, you know, found that, you know, I feel pretty good about myself when I do that. And it still means a lot to me. And, uh, and like I say, if that's what it took to make this thing fly, then that's what I'm going to do. You know, uh, you know, like I say, still want to fish and I'm still going to fish as much as, as much as I can, but, but it's all about my boys and, and, uh, everybody fishing and, and we got a great team working out there right now. Uh, you know, that freaking kid winning angler of the year, man, I don't see no stopping his, but <laughs> this guy is something right. Yeah. Um, he's decent. <laughs> he's, he's, decent. decent he's having a decent uh, couple days. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, just a really good thinker. It seems like to me to watch him, you know, I don't, I don't know if any of the rest of you do this, but, uh, when I'm at home, if I get up in the morning and, you know, my wife's a school teacher and so she's gone, you know, when the chickens wake up and, and I get up about an hour later and, and, uh, if live bass fishing is on, I look up and it's one o'clock before I get anything done. Oh, yeah. I mean, stuff. And to watch him on TV, you can tell that guy's that guy's got it going on, and and it's and it's not just that he's just catching them, you know. It's not he's not on a roll. I mean, he's thinking, you know, he's thinking every minute, you know, every second of the day, and and uh, you know, I'm damn proud we got him on our team. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, that that's awesome. Well, I I, I can tell you this, uh, Dion, you're success in the fishing industry has been amazing and is continuing uh whether it's you know getting your family into the sport or other people and what you're what you guys are doing with tin cup luke what you guys are doing you are really changing the sport you are like i I said it when you first came on tonight um it's so important for this sport to have companies like tin cup evolve so so i want to thank both you guys dion thank you and luke thank you guys for what you're doing you're you're helping get new people involved in the sport, and that's what we need to grow it. So, thank you very very much. Thanks, thank you super much from from the heart, man. It means a lot. And the whiskey's really good. And the whiskey's good. Award winning. It is award winning. Award winning. It is award winning. That's a fact. Uh, Dion, thank you for joining us on the show. It was so awesome to to have you on and talk to you. It D- was it was great. Dion, you're gonna be in the cla- at the classic in two weeks. Three weeks? Uh, maybe just a day or two. I'm on the Potomac during it, so maybe uh, just the last day or two. Oh, uh, gotcha. Okay. Hey, I got to throw a shout out uh, real quick before we get off of here. Uh, my son and, well, it's my son's uncle uh, passed away today, died of a heart attack. Um, probably my, probably Lawson's best friend. And, uh, you know, his family's down in the mouth right now and everything's real hard and and uh but he was as much like my dad as probably anybody alive today uh they were actually out setting out a trot line and uh shannon beckman was one of those guys that did everything he hunted he fished uh one of the best crappie fishermen on the planet uh just got through weighing in nine seven seven crappie that weighed 19 pounds last week uh in a tournament and and like i say he he died of a heart attack today and i just got to give a little shout out to his family because i know they're all listening because they're all big fans of the show and and uh and they're all big fans of mine and and uh you know i just want to tell them how much i appreciated 
get to know their their dad, their father, you know, all of them. But yeah. uh, Shannon was a good man, and and uh, like I said, we lost a we lost a fine angler today. Yeah. Well, well, well sorry to hear that, and we'll uh, we'll be thinking about everyone and thoughts and prayers to the family for sure. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you, Dion, for coming on. Dion Hibden, everybody. Man, it's uh, just that last last little um, shout-out Dion gave. It does put stuff in perspective because mm-hmm. life is pretty short, you know, and, uh, and you, you got you to gotta take every advantage of every day. You know what I mean? So uh, uh, I was um, – <clears throat> I I last spoke to Shannon at uh, Payton's wedding, which was about three weeks ago. Mm. And um, I told him, I was like, you know, me and Dion, we're going on like live. We're going to make this announcement. Yeah. We're not really telling anybody, but it's like killing me because we're so excited. And yeah. he just, he thought that that was the greatest thing ever, that we're going to do that for conservation. Like Dion said, he was tr- a tremendous angler. Yeah. And, and uh, him and Lawson fished together as much, maybe even more than what Dion and Lawson yeah. have fished. Uh, as as of recent, and, and I can't. I have not spoken to Lawson since I got the news. I got the news about two hours before I got to New Jersey. Wow! And um, I know he's hurting, but um, yeah. Lawson know this. Um, he's very excited to see what you're going to do with the sport. So yeah, wow, yeah, wow, it's crazy. Um, the one thing I I wanted to mention to Dion, and we got to the end there, and I forgot. He's got the tournament on the Potomac. I was going to ask Dion if he's going to go check out Canes Creek. If Canes Creek, if you know, Dave, where Canes Creek is at, Canes Creek is a little creek that dumps into Occoquan Bay. And Guido won in Canes Creek in, like, the mid-'90s. Is Canes the one way in the back through all the Kane no wake is, where all the houses are? Cane is the one, when you're looking at Occoquan Bay, Yeah. if you're looking at it from, like, uh, the Oh, bridge, to the right, to the hard right. It's coming to the from left. The, yeah, to, coming off the river, hard right. Hard right. Yeah. That little creek, Guido won a tournament there, an invitational there. Really? In the mid-'90s. It was, like, back then I think they were three, were they? Uh, actually, it was a three-day invitational. Near Horton's Rock. Yeah, but you make in the a creek, right at Horton in Rock. the creek yeah. one. It was a three day invitational. One of the days was canceled because like a hurricane came through. Hurricane, here you go. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. But he won a two day event there in Canes Creek. So it'd be interesting if years later Dion goes in there and like wins in Canes Creek. <laughs> How cool would that be? You know? How about it? Yeah. Canes Creek. I remember that. It's funny, man, in fishing I remember I remember all those wins, you know, and I was just a fan at the time, you know? Mm-hmm. But like Reading it and like you know all that like, but Timmy Horton won one at basically at the mouth of that creek where all those rocks are. Yeah, yeah. Right off that point where all them stupid birds are rolling. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Them stupid (laughs) birds. Yeah, that was a fall tournament that he won. It's like when all that vegetation starts dying, they move to the rocks. That hard. Yeah. Uh, Man, that was awesome. What what a great interview with with Dion. You know, so so cool to have him on, and I, I. I love rehashing some of them stories. You know, I've told I've told a few of them before. He's also a card shark. He invited everyone to fish against him. I fished against him about a dozen times. My name was never north of his. He's a card shark. Well, dude. he said don't, it. don't take that invitation, you no, idiots. I know. I know. <laughs> Get a job. I know, but but he said it though, and it, it it was cool. Like you know, he was talking about him and his dad fishing derbies when they were young, and, and you know, um, like they fished him to win. 
They fish them to take your fucking money. Yeah. You know? And it's cool to hear that because yeah. that's that's that hustle mentality. Oh, you yeah, know? it definitely works. You see it in pool and you see it in other sports and you know I stayed near him in Marine Village when his boys were young. They'd yeah. all be they'd all be standing around with their rods and their, their yeah. jerseys on and they were just they were that's cool. Young. They were eleven, twelve years old at yeah. the time, you know. Yeah. Big Th- boys, man. Yeah. Big ass kids. That's what I mean, though. It's like when you grow up in that environment, you just don't know any better. You yeah. know, it becomes normal. You know, yeah. tournament fishing and fishing every day and baiting hooks and this and that and backing boats in. It's just what you do, yeah. you know. It's it's cool. Um, what a fishing family, too. The oh, hands, yeah. man. Got to be one of the greatest ever, right? I think so. Right up in the top. Right so. up in the top. Yeah, Gambinos. The Gambinos, yeah. Um, Dion Gambino. Yeah. <laughs> No, that was cool, man. That, that was, was very cool. cool. Yeah. That was very cool. So here's a fun fact from Ken Duke. Oh, Ken Duke with a fact. Yeah. yeah. More than 20 anglers won the first BASS tournament they ever fished, but only three ever won another event. Guido is the only one who also won a classic. Wow. Won his first ever. First event he ever fished yeah. and won a classic. Uh-huh. Wow. The only one, yeah. Very, very cool. Dang. Very cool. I believe he won his second event, too. What? First and second, back-to-back? Mm-hmm. Because back? they were both on Lake of the Ozarks. Wow. So I think they came, he won, they came back, he won that again. Wow. Good for him. Jesus. Wow. It's awesome. All right. It's awesome. Uh, did we do th- oh, here's one. Guido was one of five anglers to have won the Classic and multiple Bassmaster AOIs. Yep. Who are the other? Guido was one of five who won a classic and multiple AOIs. Mark, oh, Kevin. Mark Davis, Kevin. Yep. Two more. Kevin. A classic and multiple AOIs. Height. Yep. Height. 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 Cochran. No. Nixon. Yes, sir. Yeah. Dang. Wow. Luke? The general. Go ahead, You're Luke. a savage, dude. Go ahead, Luke. You're no fraud. He's no freaking fraud, guys. <laughs> the general. <laughs> He just took out like an Ellie in his in his own world, dude. Drowned him in shallow water. Drowned him in shallow water. <laughs> hey, let's hit a commercial break uh, and go back and wrap up a few things. We let's say. do it. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Uh, man, I hope you're having as much fun as, as we are. It's been a great show. You're watching a brand new Ike Live Saturday night. Of course, uh, Luke Foley with us in studio and Dion Hibden uh, just signing off. Hanging there with us. we got a few things going on. We're going to do an uh, MTB unboxing, a couple other things. Hang in there with us. We come back, more Ike Live. Finesse Jig, PB&J, give me something hard. Hey, KVD here. Now, I didn't always know this much about fishing. Three-aught, no, four-aught EWG worm hook. In fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerk bait and a stick bait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about calculus. And he knows a lot about calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras, like free fishing magazines. October 2016, featured article, Four Places to Throw a Frog, exclusive decals, (coughs) zombie bass, and how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, Go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Ooh, 
live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. Oh. Is he in my pocket? This time of year, I definitely recommend putting a little bit of this on your soft plastics too. There he is. Another one. Next cast. And that would be number six. I'm addicted. I'll admit it. I'm I'm straight addicted. This might be bigger. You think so? Yeah. Mayhem on your crappy jig, and look where the stripers get it. You can't even see it, man. That might be a keeper. This is your tackle. Not that kind of tackle. You use it to catch this, or this, or this. You also use this, and that, and these. This, this is your environment. So is this. You love it, live for it, but it will turn this into that. This is the Flambeau Z-Rust Max Tuftainer Series. These are fully infused with exclusive Z-Rust VCI anti-corrosion technology. This is a U.S. Naval battleship. The same Z-Rust technology used here has been used on those to protect advanced weapon systems from corrosion in conditions like these. For the fish, it's invisible, odorless, tasteless. And for you, it's FDA-safe anti-rust protection for a minimum of five years. This is the next level of tackle management. Not that kind of management. This is the Flambeau legacy of tackle systems. What's your tackle worth? It's more than who you are. It's who you with. And it's more than what you do. It's where you do it. Tin Cup Mountain Whiskey. And we're back. <laughs> oh, Dave's cracking me up over here. Uh, Welcome back to a brand new episode of Ike Live. I hope you're having a great Saturday night. We are. I uh, hope you're at home drinking a little tin cup or founders hanging out with us. Uh, just heard from one of the greats of the sport, truly one of the greats, Dion Hibden, with some great stories. Uh, Luke, the, the program that Dion announced, that, that is exciting. That is, that's really exciting. As, uh, that's got to feel good, right, to know that First of all, you helped bring in Tin Cup to the fishing world, and now you've created this thing to give back. That's it. That's a good thing, man. That's a really good thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an amazing feeling to think that maybe somebody might catch their first fish that maybe we stock somewhere, and, and maybe that kid or adult or whoever it is, yeah, um, uh, is for life. I, yeah. I mean, that's um, you know they talk about things that may be bigger than the sport. I mean, I, I don't know. It's 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 one of those type of feelings. I, I yeah. still trying to wrap my head around it all it's yeah we've just been running 100 miles an hour trying to keep up with everything and it's i know cool. you know what that's like but oh yeah, yeah it's incredible it's very very cool um let me remind you this is uh the last chance if you've got a question or a comment please put it through to brian the carpenter uh head on over to ike foundation uh the ike foundation.org still got a couple weeks before the pro-am june 5th on the upper chesapeake bay at a Northeast Creek. Find a partner. Yes, find a partner if you can. Also, real quick, Brian DeCarpenter, uh, yes. the founders of tonight, by the way, 
was a classic. And this is the all-day IPA uh, we're drinking. And, Dave, you mentioned when that thing comes out of ice, it's pretty damn good. Yeah, not many IPAs taste great baked in ice. Right. You know, they do. Right. Yeah. this Because they're not, they're, not, they're not as heavy. Right. It's a softer IPA. Mm-hmm. I'd agree. It's very hydrating. It's very hydrating. Uh, Brian yeah. Carpenter, we're going to do uh, unboxing. And uh, as you know, this is the only live podcast that does an MTB <laughs> unboxing. Um, tonight, we're going to be doing an elite box, Dave. We're going to be doing the green box. Um, want to remind everybody, Father's Day coming up. It's a great time to get one of these. You know this is my favorite part of this right here. Yeah. Look at this. Just shipped in. Look at that. Still has my address right there. I don't want to show yeah. that on camera, but <laughs> look at that. I like busting this seal. You get the pen in it. Oh, do you hear that? Mm-hmm. Ready? Ready? Listen. Oh, that popping sound. You know what I mean? That might be and, the best uh, one you ever did live. That okay. And here's what we do. We're going to pass it around. I'm going to pick one. I'm going to give it to Dave. Dave, you pass it back. Give it to Luke. Luke, pass it over to Brian the Carpenter. And we're going to select one bait out of this mystery tackle box. That's something that catches your eye, something pretty unique. And I found mine right off uh, the right, gate. Right, right, right off you the know, top. You knew I was going for that one. Uh, Dave, uh, select something there. Oh, then yeah, we're going to pass it over to Luke. Stand by. All right, Brian the Carpenter. Yes. You know how many of these baits have been walking away after we, we've been doing these unboxings, uh, you know, yeah. especially these the, the good the, these elite boxes, right? Yeah. The, this one's come with me. It's a wake bait. It's a wake bait. Yeah. Okay. I got that. You do. Okay. Yeah. So this is by got a that. company called Strike Pro. Never heard of the company, but it is a shad colored. I would call it shad colored wake bait. About three three and a half inches, dude. I like it. I like it. Uh, for for those of you that know the wake baits. This is bigger than a baby minus one, yep. but smaller than like a jackal Mikey, you know, smaller than those big, long rat style wake baits. Great shad profile or bluegill profile. 100% I'm going I'm to throw this bait. I can see this bait catches some fish. So Strike Pro wake bait. Never knew it existed. I'm glad it's in my hands. I'm glad I opened that. I think this is a great time of the year to throw wake bait too. Post spawn, top water time right now. Dave Brodzik, what do you got? So what I got is a lunker hunt popping bug. Ooh. Now what I'm looking at here is a nice soft body rubber yeah. frog that the hollow body frog. Oh wait, it's got like a slot in it. No, so what you, is you that? Texas rig, you know, you're ru- you're running the hook in there yourself. Now this hook seems undersized for the bait. Imagine getting aftermarket Damagatsus to, to put through the mouth and run it like a Yeah, a little frog. more heavy duty. Yeah. yeah, that does seem a little small, that hook. Yeah. It's probably a three out. Might need a four. And maybe even an EWG or a but the, uh, feel that super body, line. dude. Feel the weight on that. You that's, could throw that's this. Heavy. Now, that's without, felt the weight yeah. without, without, without a heavy duty hook. Yeah. That. Here's the other interesting thing about this, Dave, that you didn't mention. This is. What is the – is it like every 10 years the cicadas come out, right? Yeah. yeah. Is it 10? Yeah, they do. happening. What a great imitation right there, Dave. Yeah. Damn That's it. interesting. Cool concept. So hollow body yeah. frog with a, with, a, with a single hook. Lunker hunt. Popping Lunker bug. Hunt. There you go. Luke, what do you got? What you pull? I got a uh, crawdad colored. It's a Vexen deep thud. It's a crankbait. It's got a rattle in it. So it looks like it's probably going to dive about six to eight feet. Yeah. So yeah, look yeah. at that. Oh yeah. yeah, might be like a, like a series five yeah. kind of size or so. Mm. Kind of has a bomber, uh, f- uh, fat-free shad kind of profile it to does. it. It I does. I like the color a lot. Like that red. 
That's a neat bait. <laughs> okay. Nice crankbait there. Brian Carpenter, what do you got? Call, click, click. Excuse me while I whip this out. Yeah, what you got? So, several things. I'll go through what all the rest of the stuff in the box that you left. Uh, we got some bruiser baits, uh, stick baits, and a smoke black flake, the only color Burt Huffman ever threw. Mm. Uh, we got net baits, uh, some kind of little, some kind of little worm, worm situation. Pack of them. I'll open that in a second. Uh, fish Huey, some more of this worm stuff. This is neat, and I'm saving the best thing for last. But here we go. We got a little optimum swim bait, and you guys missed something. A little boom boom swim bait or regular swim bait? Yeah, it's, it's a little boom boom. Okay. All kinds of stuff in here. There's some more stuff. Some more little uh, soft plastic swim baits or trailers. A little sampler pack of hooks. All right. I looked this up earlier today because I opened up my box. This was Some of this stuff was in the pro box. And this is by 10,000 Fishes, the Cycle Bait. All right. This is a variation of a spinner bait. Something really crazy about it. So I had to look up a swim video. And it's caught my attention. And it's something that uh, I feel like. I got to go throw it to really believe what I saw. Let me see. Yeah, there's big rings before the blade. Oh. I saw Dude, that. It's not split rings. Huh. This nah. blade gets caught and goes back the other way. Huh. So the whole bait just kind of, it comes through the water like it just. Like you know a possessed I mean? chick from Evil Dead? A lot like that. Huh. Like very much like that. Yeah. The head's on a swivel, but it has, <laughs> it has a little something that. Locks it from keeping you know going too far, yeah. But this has all these rings, so the bait huh. kind of comes through the water like that, and the blade flashes. And interesting, it was interesting. The swim video looked really cool. Can I see that bait? Huh, yeah, it's, it's I like it better. Than, oh, yeah, look at that. Huh, okay, okay. It's like a it looks like a Mr. T spinner bait with all the chains. Mr. T. Yeah. Temple. You know what, what's I mean? that style? Uh, steampunk? It's like a steampunk <laughs> yeah. spinner bait. <laughs> huh. Well, thank well you. Thank job, you. Man. I try sometimes. It is interesting now. My Walton's joke fell flat with the with the Hipton's though. Nah, <laughs> like, I what thought, is I, I, I was there was a Walton's good. joke? Yeah. <laughs> I must have been reading comments. I missed it. I don't what know. Was it, John That's Boy? interesting. Nah. It's interesting. Yeah, it I, I, I'd like to see it in the water. Got to see it in the water. I would like to see it in the water. See, my daughter's smart. She knows to ask for shit when I'm like two <laughs> hours in on a show with like whiskey. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. Madison sent me something. Oh, she yeah. knows her like, Dad, can I have She is smart because yeah. she, <laughs> dude, they get, dude, you're right. Yeah. And they get smarter as they get older. Yeah. Like this ain't, this ain't random shit right here. She knows. Now that, and that's why it's a great gift idea to give your, you know, give your, your, your man of your life a bottle of that on Father's Day. That's right. Two-thirds through. To hey. help with these moments. Yes, yeah, children. when you need something. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because she texted you when we were out kayak fishing oh, yeah. last time, too. Yeah. <laughs> she knows. Yeah, she knows when to hit me she's for the questions. She's got you, yeah. man. That's this so is, this awesome. is, She's going to the beach tomorrow. This is going to be, can you get, can you get some money on the way home so I have some cash? I know what yes. it is, dude. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, kids are great, yeah. man. They're figuring out. But these are all life skills, right? Like, think about that. This is negotiations, right? She's learning how to negotiate. <laughs> Manipulation. Manipulation. <laughs> negotiation. Yeah, these are it. important, man. You know? Very important. So I got neighbors that just got into kayak fishing. He's bought him and his son got uh, Hobies used. 
And they uh, they started going to Bass Pro Shops, and they're all in the mystery tackle box. That's awesome. Oh yeah. yeah. What hobies did they get? Outbacks or, or uh, he PAs? he got he got a fourteen, and his son got an Outback. Nice. He got an old PA PA cool. fourteen. That's awesome. Yep. Gen one, them. like Gen one. Good for them. He's already got the trailer set up with the double decker tier on there. Oh, yeah. hardcore. Yeah. It's awesome. It's cool to see, and I know you guys work with Christine. It's cool to see. That segment of fishing too, how big that's that grown. it's gotten, mm -hmm. you know, and it's very accessible, yeah. which is nice, you know. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the full full fledged tournament thing isn't as accessible to the regular person, no. but kayak fishing is. So yeah, it's nice to see that. Mm -hmm. It's nice yep. to see that. Brian Carpenter, what else you got? I got a uh, Dylan on the message board. Hit up Andre Albernaz because I believe he's looking for a partner. There you have uh, it for the Ike Pro Am coming up, and also half a spot, half. a Half a spot. Half a spot. Half a spot. Yeah. Yes, the half spot event. The half spot event is happening right it's now. A, it's happening. It's happening right now. The half a spot is happening. That's right. That's um, cool. Is it June already? It's almost June. So in June, uh, so anyhow, download the half a spot app. Yep, halfaspot.com. That's right. There's yep. a contest going on against uh, Ben Milliken right now, fish against Ben Milliken. In June, it's against MFR. Yeah, being MFR. In June, it's against me and the Wiz, and uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. You Wiz go, cheese. Go fishing. Enter your fish. You're gonna catch them anyhow. And win some cash, right? Wow. Fish against uh, uh, what? Uh, Zach Burge. Burge mm -hmm. Ish. Yep, Ish Monroe. That's right. Frog fish against Ish and catch one bigger than Ish. Why not? It's bragging title right, right there. Straight yeah. guys for straight guys. Who else? Is there somebody else? Am I missing somebody? Nah, me. Are you fishing it though? Yeah, I'm fishing it. Prove it. I don't can't prove it, but I like <laughs> to fish it. Anyhow, download the half spot app, fish against us, cash prizes, and there's a championship on Gunnersville yeah. in October for Mike's boat. Cool. Maybe. Probably That's not. Cool. But maybe. I like it. Yep. I'm in. Yeah. For for Luke's trunk for Luke's trunk contents, <laughs> be a heck of a prize. That'd be a heck of a prize. Al, Al, Al Capone's vault back there. Al, alcohol and fishing lures, fifty yeah. fifty. Right, he must down the be twenty one. <laughs> That's right. Jig heads and vodka. Come yeah. on, hey. let's go. Uh, you know what I heard Swindle say today up on stage at weigh-ins. Today's event's on Gunnersville. Yeah. Gerald lives on Gunnersville. Yeah. yeah. For the last year, he hasn't been able to fish Gunnersville with That's true. anybody. No. As soon as they announce it. Anybody. His home lake, yeah. he can't even have relatives come into town no. and take him out fishing. Nope. Oh, wow. That sucks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that needs to change. That's That makes it tough. Yeah. Yeah, that's something needs to change there. Right. And you were talking to... Didn't you have this conversation with uh with with uh Rowan and Jimmy about when when and that was one of the reasons yeah. that that Jimmy uh, stepped away. Yep. Was he was no longer could no longer practice with Chris. Yeah. Yeah, he he loved to practice with his wife. I yeah. mean, they've done it for 30 years before. So then when I can't remember what year it was, but uh Bass announced, I want to say like maybe like 2010. Sounds about right. Yeah, Bass announced that you can't practice with anyone anymore in, in in tournaments, you know, in these top level events. So they announced that and turned a lot of people off. You know, yeah, shouldn't that have been a discretionary thing? Like, you know, you can ask for a waiver. Yeah, like I think Jimmy fishing with his wife would be pretty much. Yeah, I don't know. Waverable. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so FLW, I guess, just recently went to that, or right, right. right. I don't know. I, I mean, I kind of get it. 
but then it's like you know it's still it's fishing it's a family kind of a s- sport you know so it's, right and that whole deal with not being able to fish your home lake for an entire year yeah that's that, rough that's yeah. yeah well he can he he can by himself, by himself yeah yeah by himself yeah, yeah. And his neighbors have to run along the bank. They can't get in his boat. <laughs> he has to run no. along next to Or he could put him on, on uh, a tube, like a FaceTime. rage tube. Put him on a rage yeah. tube. Put him on an iPad on FaceTime. And yeah. just be out there like, ee, just like <laughs> little heads, like, ee, yeah. following along with him, you know? I don't know. It just seems weird. Yeah. That tournament's interesting. I've been watching that last few days. Yeah. Yeah. I did caught him again. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. Bang got 27 on day one, almost 28. Yeah. Yeah, 23 today. Dang. Yeah. He's on. 16 in the middle. It's interesting that Gunnersville has always been like a very, like this time of the year, it's like very like post-spawn, like fish outside, like ledges, deep. A lot of dudes fishing shallow. Yeah. Staying shallow. Very interesting, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't ever fish there. I don't know. Grass. You know, grass changes everything. Uh, what a show, man. Good show tonight. I love it. Love it. Having Dion on was great. Luke, thank you for coming coming in studio and hanging Thanks with for us me. tonight. It was it was awesome. Uh, Brian, we got any other housekeeping to, to clean up? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I think we're good. Okay. Yeah. Buy buy your socks and. Yeah. Buy socks. Buy whiskey. Father's Day's coming up. Uh, I hope everybody had a wonderful Saturday. I know we did. Um, if you want to catch up on old episodes of Ike Live, please go to IkeLive.com. Right where else? Also, get over at iTunes. Yeah. Uh, Stitcher. Stitcher. Whiskey. Whiskey. A lot of places to get Ike Live episodes. Catch up. Uh, We've got a couple more coming up here, Brian. You know the next day to the next show? What do you got? <laughs> you tell me. Okay. There you have it. <laughs> we don't know anything. Uh, <laughs> How would I know? <laughs> you're, the, you're the master. You hold the keys. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, I'll be home at Tuesday at 4.30. We have to have it by 8. <laughs> That's it. That's and awesome. That's your notice. Uh, I want to thank everybody we'll for watching. Yeah, Bass U will be at the Classic. That's right. Bass U will be at the Classic. Team Cup will be at the Classic. That's Yeah. We should put our booths together. We should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or have, at least have an after party. Oh, we'll have that. You know? Think yeah. about that. After the Bass U Team Cup after party. Yeah, after every day. After every day. After every show. Every day of the show. Yep. Hold on. I got one more. Th- oh, so uh, Bass U's got their seminars, uh, what, Monday? Or Tuesday. Mm. Peter. Couldn't tell you. Please mention that our next Bass U class is for Monday. me that steampunk uh, spinner bait. Oh, yeah. Tuesday. It's interesting. What the deuce? Hardware seems a little funky, but I guess that's part of the reason that it, they wanted to shimmy. Well, their, their, uh, their Zoom seminars are this week. It's either Monday or Tuesday or both. And they're pretty outstanding. They got a stout lineup. I think they got Hackney. They got Lee Livisois. Lee Livesey, Hackney. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Many more. There you have it. This, that, and the third. Uh, BashU.tv. Yeah. Um, want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight to this brand new show. Want to thank our guest, uh, Dave Brodzik. Thank you for being in the studio tonight. Yeah. Brian Carpenter. Yep. Thank you for producing. Dude, Luke, thank you for coming in. Dude, it was me. awesome to have you in tonight. Wish you lived closer, dude. Uh, special special thank you to I Dion. wish your bottles never emptied <laughs> like a magical vessel. A magical vessel. Magical. Special thank you to <laughs> Dion Hibden for coming on and chatting with us tonight as well. And uh, I hope everybody has the remainder of a great Saturday night, great Sunday. Anybody want to give a shout out before we head out? His cup runneth over. Okay, Luke, you got anything you want to shout out? 
Uh, buy some tin cup because every bottle that you buy will help conservation. One dollar makes a great con- it's a conservation. Father's everybody. Day gift. It That's makes right. a great Father's yeah. Day gift. Brian yeah. Carpenter. Every every bottle of tin cup is a bass in the lake. There you go. It's a great little tagline. Going with it. Hope you have a great night. We'll see you in the next one. Bye, everybody. Good night. Empire Covers, protecting yeah. what you love. You take pride in your boat, so it deserves the best protection possible. Our durable woven fabric prevents ripping and provides UV protection. And our tape seams provide protection against the elements. The heavy-duty shock cord hem and strap and buckle system provide a tight and secure fit. Our top-of-the-line boat covers come with a ventilation system to keep your boat free from mold buildup. Empire Covers, protecting what you love.